You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and today I am joined by my co-host, Pastor David. I don't know if I... I kind of like the idea of guest. No, like you're a not guest. a guest. Oh. You're like just part of the show now. Like okay. you just have to be here now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to add it to the, the heading banner. Okay. Like whatever, you know. Yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking... Uh, yeah. I'm thinking really stupid, but I think a big bang, like Dr. Sheldon Cooper's fun with flags. There you go. Anybody yeah. that's listening to this is like, if you don't watch the show, they're yeah, like, I what don't. are you talking about? <laughs> you do... Oh. We could make that happen. I'm just saying, I want, you know. <laughs> credits and the... I want credits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I will tell you, there's no kickback. I say, I was, I was actually just thinking I wanted <laughs> like, a contract with merchandise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want rights. Yes, yes. Yeah, because oh, well. everybody's like banging down the door to get some B-side merchandise, which actually is available. It, it is. In our store on our website for those yeah. of you that don't know. I was given a sweatshirt. Nice. Of B-side sweatshirt. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know this. Um, I've never seen you wear it. I don't think I've ever have worn it. Wow. Are you not proud? Um, no, it's one of those when it gets stuffed in a drawer and you never get to it. It's just I don't think about it. Um, well, I'm expecting it next time we podcast. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> I had one made for our biggest fan a couple um, Christmases ago. And when they sent it, it was like like the logo was really faded and mm-hmm. it, they didn't do a good job so they sent me a new one and they just had me keep that one so i have the old one that like oh. so we could wear yeah. my, you know what's interesting day. i don't think i've ever seen you wear it yeah because it's a little small oh well, it was see, that's my a... problem too <laughs> I, whatever <laughs> okay well today we are wrapping up i guess actually our talk about um, the church. I'm sorry because me? we need to do video of our podcast because nobody sees this that you legitimately did like the YMC, like you have your arms <laughs> straight up in the air. I talk with my hands. That was and full that body, includes, like that if was. That includes a YMCA pose. So I'm sorry, that be was. It. it just made me laugh. <laughs> um. So a couple Sundays ago. You said that I thought was a really, really excellent point that when we focus on the negative, we miss out on the good in Mm -hmm. the church. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd like for you to expand on that a little bit. Like, what are some ways that we miss out? Like, what are some good things that we miss out when we're so busy being focused on negative? Well, I think we could talk multiple areas of that, but I'll give you kind of an example. Um, I'll actually use an example for myself of how, so let's talk about just worship for a moment. Now there's relational stuff we can focus on negative, but just give you an example. Um, when I went to a funeral a couple of years back that was at a Lutheran church, and I've never really been to a Lutheran church, and this is a very Lutheran traditional service mm-hmm. of a funeral. And I remember when they started playing the music, it was straight up organ. Mm-hmm. It was straight up like, I'm just like, oh my. And instantly I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. Like I'm just saying, like, this is going to, dr- you know, and, and God really convicted me in that moment because I was having this very negative attitude towards what was being presented to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I really felt at that moment, God being like, would you pay attention to what you're singing? Pay attention to what you're what pay attention to the words of the song. Yeah. Cause they were songs I didn't know. Oh, sure. And I legitimately were sitting there with tears in my eyes as I'm considering the words that we were singing. 
but that's kind of what I'm saying. What I what I mean by that is, how many times in the church do we see something maybe rubs us the wrong way, or mm-hmm. maybe is not our preference, or maybe it again it just causes us to have a negative response yeah. to it, and we get so narrowed in on what we don't like, we're missing potentially something amazing that God is doing sure. right there in that moment. You know, it's it's take it biblically as I'm thinking about this. You know, you have the Jesus coming in on the donkey, triumphal entry, and and we hear the religious leaders are so bent out of shape about it and they're sitting there going would you tell your followers to be quiet like they're so bent out of shape disrespectful whatever they're at to they're missing that the king of kings is walking into the city because they're so focused on what they don't like and and so that's what i'm saying in the church we miss out and the enemy's really good at that he wants us to have moments where somebody rubs us the wrong way or they say something that offends us or we feel like we are disrespected or whatever he wants something negative Mm -hmm. to be in our hearts and in our minds because then he can that's the button he'll push so it's basically like god saying i want to do something awesome over here on this side but he's pushing the button that gets us focused over here we completely miss out yeah and and that happens just way too often it's it's um and it just be a multitude of things you know um Again, take on a Sunday morning. Just one thing could be said yeah. to us. Oh, I'm guilty and of this. Somewhat like walk in and like Ben's not here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Ben. It's all Ben. Um, it's all Ben. And I'm like already bombed, you yeah. know? And it's like, why is my mm-hmm. mindset like that? You know? Oh, we don't have drums today. Like yeah. big deal, Malia. Yeah. And a lot of times, like you said, God will work in my heart and I'll be like, oh, that was really, really, you know, mm-hmm. like so good. Yeah. Um, and those moments happen. We have to face yes. it. We have to face it honestly. They happen because we think it's about us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Example of we don't have drums today. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now the music isn't going to be the way I want it exactly. to be. Exactly. And then that's where God's sitting there going like, it's not music for you in the first place. Uh-huh. It's not about you. I thought you were worshiping me. Yeah. Like what if I want, I just want your heart to worship me. Yeah. You know? And, and so that's where we have to fight that. Yeah. That the negative is usually because it's centered on I'm not getting something I want. I had something really interesting happen to me where um, I was talking to some friends that don't go to church here and they were just asking how everything was going because they Mm -hmm. knew we were going through a transition and stuff. And they had asked if we were going to um, hire someone to fill the position that you previously held. And I was like, no, we're not going to do that right now. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, it'd be so nice someday if we hired a worship, you know, director or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I had made that statement out loud. And Afterwards, I think they were probably like, well, what do you need that for? Because they went to a church that doesn't have that, you know? And so to someone else, depending on their experiences or or their preferences, really even, that may seem like the dumbest thing in the world, you know? And I was like, it kind of just made me think differently about it, I guess. Because why do we need one, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and that, you know, uh, there's the scripture that says when you come to church, you sing to one another mm-hmm. spiritual, you know, and hymns and spiritual yeah. songs. There's this responsibility, but again, it's, it's, yeah. we look at success or what other people have mm-hmm. and bigger, we think, a church yes, that's successful. Yes. Yeah, and we think in air quotes successful that yes. And that's the point. Yeah. We think that's what has to mm-hmm. be for us to be honoring God. And God is sitting there going, you don't understand that I'm, you know, he's probably more on, this is what's crazy about this. God is probably more honored in worship in a underground church in a place like China mm-hmm. than he is in most of our congregations Absolutely. because they are there for him. Mm-hmm. We gather. They're risking their lives yeah, to be there yeah, for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're in places they can't have a band because yeah. 
we can't bring attention to ourselves. And then our spoiled selves are like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it really does put stuff in a perspective. Okay. So we all know, like, we're all guilty of this, right? Yes. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. if you say you're not, then you're lying. <laughs> um, because we all have problems. Some people would rather be singing hymns. Exactly. You know, or whatever it is. Yep. Um, how do we move past our preferences? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we get over that? Yeah. Well, you just started. We have to call them out for what they are. Mm-hmm. It's It's the selfishness in us. And I get, and again, prefer. Here's the thing about preferences: they're not necessarily wrong. Sure, everybody's going to have them, right? It's when we make the, um, like, they're the priority, right? Right? It's it's the priority. It's the it's no different than when my children come home and they say, "What's for supper?" and we say, "What it is," and one of them's going, "Ugh," and one of them's all excited. Like their preference got met. There's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. you know. And and but at the same time, the one that's not excited has to. But I'm still going to eat, right? Like, I'm, it's not about whether it's my preference, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing is just calling them out for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, they're rooted in that selfishness. Is is And I said it on Sunday, and I didn't mean to. It wasn't in my notes. So hopefully it – but I, I brought out, you know, the concept of consumerism. We have to fight consumerism. And that is what preferences are based on, right? I'm going to go to Was the restaurant. Was this before or after you said neutered? Neutered? I think it was before. <laughs> I think that was before. That woke me up. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh. Just kidding. Confession. Yeah, just kidding. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's the, just calling out the consumerism-driven church. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, um, I'm not going to go to church unless I have X, Y, and Z. Well, as soon as we start doing that, then it's not about God anymore. It's about me. And and so it's just call, it's having a healthy environment to be able to call them out mm-hmm. in ourselves, but in one another, mm-hmm. right? And then um, it's just being honest about why we're gathering in the first place, why we're here in the first place. You know, it's it's no different than well, case in point, um, life groups are awesome, and we started those. Mm-hmm. I will be completely honest; they we've only been to one, and we're having our other one this week. I've had moments this week already where I'm just like, oh. All right. Like, I know it's coming. Time to rally, David. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have to. And and because I'm focusing more on sure. me. Yeah. Right? So, it's, it's, it's just looking at that. It's I'll give you, you know, when, when Sunday morning, if you are not in the habit of doing this, I'll give you a practical thing for anybody that's listening. If you struggle at times to come and your, your preferences or negativity or whatever, you need to start spending time before you even get here. Like, God, give me the right heart. Like I'm gonna spend time with you. I'm gonna focus. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask that you just pull this out of me, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't do that. We we're so rushed. We get here. We're already in our negativity, and then Mm -hmm. something happens, and it just snowballs. Yep. Um, it it, it's gosh, it's like you're inside my head. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. It is. But when you say that, that just shows that I think that's true for most of us. Yeah. I think that's the, the norm is mm-hmm. um, is that. And it's just that constant reminder of reminding yourself, it's not about me. It's not about me. If this song isn't speaking to me, then my prayer is going to be, Lord, either speak to me through it or I'm going to be I'm gonna be excited you're speaking to somebody. Mm, right? That's good. If this sermon isn't for me right now and it's not, Lord, I'm not going to sit here and get all bent out of shape. Lord, if, if this is not where you're speaking, I'm rejoicing that you're speaking to somebody, Yep. you know, um, the same thing with anything we do, Lord, right now, maybe I'm serving and my heart just, it's hard. I'm struggling, but Lord, I'm right. going to trust this is, I'm doing this cause it's doing it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that mentality mm-hmm. that really it's good. not always about what's going to tickle 
yeah. you know, my fancy, you know, well, tickle my ear, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not just about preaching when the Bible talks about that. It's, I want to come here and I want to tickle my ear. Yeah. I want the music to tickle my ear. I want yeah. the, sometimes it's not about, Yeah. it's, I'm going to celebrate what you're doing yeah. in other people. And it's a lot of times it's just the act of, um, worshiping God together as mm-hmm. a church family, just going through those motions. I always think about, um, lately, someone in our church who um, hasn't been able to be at church because of um, an accident. Mm -hmm. And so probably my biggest prayer has always been, as I've been praying for this person, is because I just think about how hard it would be for me to be away from the body for that long. And so that's kind of where my prayer has been as far as like, comforting in the fact that this person's apart from the body mm-hmm. and hasn't been able to to worship with us for months now um uh, and gosh that's got to be really hard mm-hmm. and so um yeah mm-hmm. yeah well and thinking about that you know as you were saying that i also was it's the mindset when i gather with the body uh, again it's it's not always lord what do you want me to give today like, what can I give to somebody else? Maybe it's the, it, it was like, um, when we did pizza with the pastor, uh, just, was that last, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I was, one, one of the individuals that was there, and I've still, this has been on my heart a lot, is she was talking about their first time here and how she got hugged at the door, right? Oh, okay. And, and, and how that was like, oh my goodness, they hug here. It's like such a special <laughs> moment for her. And I know I've walked in the door before. I know that we're not hugging every person that comes in, right? right? But I've just been smiling about the that there was something in that moment yeah. that whoever was at the door mm-hmm. hugged a person that that was like the solidifying like oh my gosh this just I'm so excited to mm-hmm. be here Aww, right that's cool yeah and that's where I'm saying is thinking about that when we gather as the church is mm-hmm. I'm not just coming to receive of course right. we want to receive but man what would happen if we had if we all came with the attitude of what can I give mm-hmm. we're going to receive because everybody's wanting to give yeah. But when we all come with the attitude of what am I going to receive, many of us are going to leave empty mm-hmm. because a few people can't give to so many. Mm-hmm. See the difference in the mentality. If yeah. we all come ready to pour out, yeah. we're all going to get something. And and that's where it's just changing that mindset about the church. That's good. Those so, are some good practical yeah. things we can do. And it adds to Jesus. It's better to give than receive. I mean, it's scriptural. Yep. And that's not just yeah, about money. You I know. Us. And that's without even a Bible in front of me. <laughs> Boom. Um, Okay. So let's move on to this past Sunday's um, sermon. And you talked about three areas um, that we need to strengthen because Mm -hmm. the enemy likes to just tear us apart here. This is where we're neutered. Yes. This is where we're neutered. (laughs) Um, Man, I haven't used that word in a sentence. I don't know if ever. That was my first time in a sermon. So I, nice. I felt, well, there you, know, you go. There you go. Yeah. Ding. I'm going to add it to Pastor Bingo. <laughs> Bucket list. Um, okay. So the three areas you said were um, the word, yep. prayer, and sharing the gospel. Yep. So how do we beef those areas up? How do um, we strengthen those? So I don't know how many people will like to hear this, but it, it really has to start here. We have to confess the sin of neglect towards mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Many times we want to just jump in and change it without acknowledging that it is a sin. I mean, and when I say sin, it's we've missed the mark. Like we treat sin as this horrible, you know, it's horrible. But Mm -hmm. that's part of what sin means is I just missed the mark, meaning Mm -hmm. God wanted this and I didn't do it. Um, That's good. And and so part of it is we have to start with repentance. 
and confession of like, God, I have not done this well Mm -hmm. and acknowledging with him and, and, and doing that. Um, and then agreeing with him because that's part of repentance. I'm agreeing with you that this needs to be a priority. So it needs to start with there, uh, with that, um, in the context of the church, um, this is one of the things as we've been going through the series, I've been thinking about is practically, I would encourage us to start doing a better job of when we gather with Christians, man, that's the time we should be talking the word, Mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't mean it has to be straight up Bible study, but think of how many times we, we trade off this idea of, no, I have Christian friends. We gather together, but you're talking about everything else, but Jesus, Mm -hmm. like everything else, but the Bible. Everything else, but and that doesn't mean that you have to. Everything has to be about that. But what if the church started taking serious that when we're around other Christians, we might ask the question, "Hey, where, where are you studying lately? Mm-hmm. Like, what have you been learning?" Yeah, Ooh, I'd love that. You know, and it doesn't have to be these long conversations. But yeah. we chat, like, "Hey, what?" Mm-hmm. Because now we know. Oh, somebody might ask me, so I, I want to make sure I'm ready. Yeah. Like, I want to, you know, um, quiz. Kinda in a way, <laughs> and and here's somebody. So I'll give him a shout out. One of the I'm having high school and, PTSD right now. <laughs> I skipped too much to have PTSD, <laughs> so I'm good. Um, but one person I'll give him a shout out that is excellent at asking these questions that are straightforward, and sometimes they make you uncomfortable. I'm is Lowell. Mm-hmm. Lowell does it. Like I was in here in my office, and another person came to visit with me, and we it was planned. And Lowell came in without we weren't expecting him, mm-hmm. and out of nowhere, Lowell just looks at me. And he's like, so. Tell me your what's your testimony? Like, tell me how you came to know Jesus. Nice. This is out of nowhere, right? Nice. And it, it wasn't you know the person appreciated. It. And then he yeah. he asked, he's like, so where where are you at in your sanctification? Mm-hmm. Like, well, how are you growing? Ooh, that's good. You know, and and it's a great conversation. Yeah. And I actually heard parts of this person. I'm really close friends with them. Uh-huh. I heard part. Heard. Of, I've never heard it because <gasps> I never asked. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, part mm-hmm. of this is in, in the context of community is mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron, right? Yeah opening the environment to say you can ask me and i I'll, you know yeah. you're opening up that i can ask you like where you at in cool. the word yep. what are you learning you know and then also challenging yourself to get a little bit not letting the 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 cop out answers right so like hey what do you learn in the world in the word well i'm you know i'm jesus. in john right now okay jesus but, loves us <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know it, it's no don't yeah. let's take it serious yeah um the idea of prayer, just accept it. All of these word, prayer, and sharing the gospel, you're not going to grow on them unless you use them. Mm-hmm. It's like a muscle. Yep. If, if you don't use it, you're not going to grow. Mm-hmm. So it's also letting ourselves off the hook that if we're weak in these, mm-hmm. don't beat yourself up. Right. You know, like you start weightlifting, I'm not going to expect you to lift right. massive amounts of weight if you've never done it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like I give Libby a hard time. Uh, I She goes to weight training in the mornings, like six o'clock in the morning, which is good for stupid. Her. Good like, for her. It is good for her, but who goes to school at that I early in the morning? I didn't. Um, but I give her a hard time all because I'm like, what'd you do? Bench press? I'm like, did you hit a hundred yet? And she's like, I'm not even close. I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, think I could bench press a you know, hundred. <laughs> I, I give her a hard time, but that's kind of the point is let yeah. yourself off the hook. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons I think we fail because the enemy says, no, you should be here. Mm-hmm. And because you're not, give up. Yeah. It's easier to just give up. And, and so, mm-hmm. yeah. I have somebody, there's another person in the church that I meet with on Fridays quite regularly, uh, a group of uh, a few. And um, one of the individuals there tells me all the time, he'll make comments about how, we'll talk about prayer and he'll, he'll say, man, he'll point at me. He's like, I just, I'm just amazed at how well you pray. 
and I and I try, and I'm, I always am like stop it because I feel like I stink at it, right? It's that's what I'm saying. It's like that's what I love about this. We we have yeah. these ideas in our head. I just like, gave him the stink face because she I was did. Like, what? <laughs> well, that's what when he says that to me, and then I look at him. I'm like, what? Because it's comparison. Sure. It's I'm yeah. not to this point, so I won't even try. Mm-hmm. You know how many people are afraid to pray out loud in front of people because of people. I don't pray like them. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to. Right. You're supposed to pray. You know, and and that's let's go back to the Bible again on prayer. One of the best stories is Jesus making the comparison between the tax collector and the uh, the tax collector and the the religious, you know, whoever Pharisee, whatever it was. What mm-hmm. the Pharisees all like? Oh, God in heaven, you know, He's thank you that I'm not like these other people, mm-hmm. and you know, you're gonna look at like that's the standard of prayer. And then you have the tax collector that got, Jesus says can't even look up to heaven, beats his breast, and says, you know, have mercy on yeah. me. Man, we got to get over this. Mm-hmm. I got to sound a certain way. I got to use certain words. You just use it. Pray. Um, yeah. So, so some of the practical again. Confess it. We have to acknowledge that we mm-hmm. have missed the mark mm-hmm. because that's a, that's how we start changing our mindset. Uh, two, we just got to start doing it. Just mm-hmm. forcing ourselves to do it. Well, I appreciate your your comment to one Sunday saying like, "Hey, it's not just your little two minute devotional." Yeah. Either because. I mean, where if you're doing nothing, something is better than nothing. Yes. But at the same time, like we need to be way deeper in yeah. study than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the biggest, and I'll say this, anybody that does a short devotional, like pull scripture out, scripture of the day, those are great. Yeah. But let's understand what a scripture of a day is. Mm-hmm. That's more of a pep talk, pep talk, but also maybe memorization stuff. Like, hey, here's a scripture that you can kind of mm-hmm. quickly put to mind yep. and, and utilize that. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be, I am basing my deep theological religion. Like this right. is my belief. Right. Because if you do it that way, you're going to take it out of context. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of my biggest pet peeves of out of context is Jeremiah 29. For oh, I know the plans gosh. that I have for you. Yes. Right? That one is pulled out all the time. And, and yeah, because, but unless you study it, it's like, stop it. That was a promise mm-hmm. to Israel. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not trying to say that God don't have plans. Right. And I'm not trying to say that God, but stop it. That. Yeah. Was to because Israel. Most people that are like, that's my life worse. They yeah. have no idea what becomes before yeah. it or after it yeah. or the context in the story. Yeah. Uh, my pet peeve verse is where two or three are gathered. Mm. I am with you that one because mm-hmm. that one's actually wedged in a paragraph about church discipline. Yeah. And so that, yeah, yeah that one's mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While we're on the subject. No, I, and so, so, and, and then I, I would say this it takes effort to go mm-hmm. deep into the Bible. So again, let's. Let's acknowledge that. Yeah. It's not going to happen yeah. easily. Um, mm-hmm. And people, I think, they're like, oh, I'm not a reader, or I just don't understand it. There are so many resources out there to help you understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's audio Bibles, to if you don't want to read, to listen. Like, there's yeah. just so much at our fingertips. There is. Or people yeah. that, I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. We live in a time where you can't use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. There are so many resources out yeah. there. And then those resources have always existed also in the context of the church. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. Yeah. Ask Find someone questions. Find yeah. yeah. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. This is why, again, go back to life groups. We're hoping that would be people utilize mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. you're doing a study and it's, oh, I'm, I'm struggling. I don't get this. Mm-hmm. Ask the questions. Yeah. But we've, the enemy has done a great job of creating environments where we don't mm-hmm. do that because I don't want to look stupid. Yeah. Or I don't want to take the, you know, let's say somebody's been in the church for 20 years. Right. I should know this. I can't ask. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. There's so much but, I don't understand. And, here, and here's the thing. I feel like the church historically hasn't been great about 
equipping people mm. to to know the word of God either. So like, don't don't be afraid of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like because I spent a lot of time in the church growing up too, and felt like I've wasted all this time because I didn't really know anything. You no. know. So, yeah. yeah. I think all of these, uh, word, prayer, and sharing the gospel, we also have to have to change our mindset that these are given to us for mm-hmm. our victory and overcoming. I mean, Scripture mm-hmm. talks about we shall overcome by the word of our testimony. Prayer in the word of God, is that's, that's our sword. When you look at the armor of God, those are the two things listed that are offensive, weapons given to us yeah and and so again we we have to change the mindset whenever you hear like us talking about it now or you hear it on a sunday morning and you sit there and you get negative because like here we go again yeah tell me to read my bible tell me to pray tell me to you know share my story blah 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 your mindset's all wrong Mm -hmm. these are the three things that god has graciously given to us Mm -hmm. to say these are going to help you overcome yeah like you so we're hurting ourselves is the, the the important thing to see there instead of viewing people challenging us to get into it as you're hurting me or you're mm-hmm. get off my back it's no you're hurting yourself mm-hmm. and that's why we need to talk about it because you're that important in your faith and yeah. how god can use you and i think another thing you know that's scary especially with, let's go with the testimony stuff for sharing the gospel with people mm-hmm. is with that one practically uh, we need to stop saying we can't do that if we don't know scripture, mm-hmm. right? It, it, sharing the gospel with somebody does not mean you have to say, and Mark 10, yeah. whatever says this. And, you know, I got to memorize Romans roads and I got to, you know, and, and all of that. Um, number one. Trouble. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I can, t- I can do it, but I can't tell you, hard for me. you know, <laughs> I'm but working on the most powerful aspect of our testimony is just your story. Mm-hmm. This is the Jesus I discovered. Yeah. This is how he changed my life. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm excited about it, and I want you to know it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, and most very simple, very simple, mm-hmm. and God will bless us with adding the scriptural truth mm-hmm. to that story. But if we're willing to share the story, yeah. um, I can't think of what his name is. I can picture him right now. Um, anyways, he's a he's a well known pastor, like. In, in the country Oprah is announcing the next principal. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Sorry. I just got to We're going to pause for this <laughs> important update. Um, uh, I, 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 I can see him, but I can't think of who he is, but I remember listening to him once talk about when he came a Christian in college mm-hmm. and he said, when he became a Christian, he was a lot like Paul and this Paul knew a lot, but he, he compared us like he was so excited the next day he's telling everybody about Jesus. Mm-hmm. The beauty of it is he knew nothing. All he knew was, mm-hmm. I discovered this Jesus. Yep. This is what he did for me, and I want everybody to know. Mm-hmm. And he said it was actually when he got into the actual church that good long-term religious people were trying to like knock that off. Mm-hmm. And and he was talking about that, how they were trying to kind of don't rock the boat mentality. But, man, you don't need to. What do you need to know to tell yeah. somebody about Jesus? Yeah. I needed him. He found me. This is yeah. how he changed me. And, and this is... I'm just inviting you to discover more. Yeah. Like one story that's always um, stuck in my head was um, Vince, our former children's pastor, um, who I can't remember if he was in high school or in college when he came to Christ, but I remember him talking about it and saying, like, when he finally figured it out and like was saved, he was like, "Do other people know this?" Like, <laughs> like he was just so excited mm-hmm. and. 
I'm like, I, I just love that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh my gosh, I have this gift yeah. now that I can share with other people yeah. and that whole excitement and like, I can't believe other people don't know this, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is. I, that reminds me of a story back when Amy and I weren't even married yet, but I remember having at Pizza Hut a gospel-driven discussion with somebody. And when we leave, left, my hands were shaking. Mm-hmm. And because I was that like, jazzed i mean i was like excited Mm -hmm. you know we were and and i looked at amy and i said this is like one of the best drugs you can ever take you know it's like getting excited about sharing jesus and Mm -hmm. just that intensity to it um another practical thing about sharing testimony is i just encourage people a lot of times we we neglect it because we don't want to get sucked into other conversations meaning if i share my faith with this person the first thing they're going to look at me says well what about lgbtq issues and and this this is my encouragement with that you don't have to take the bait, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you don't want to get in that conversation, control the conversation. I think we feel as Christians, we have to, oh, I got to get into that conversation. Yeah. I gotta, you just look at them and just say, honestly, you know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff about mm-hmm. this that, yeah, it's it's bigger than this, but this mm-hmm. is the found. This is the point mm-hmm. I'm making to you. You don't yeah. have to take the bait to get into all these individual conversations because yeah. that's how the enemy works. Mm-hmm. He wants us to get over here, and you know. So if somebody, as an example, if somebody said, well, "What about how the church takes this stand on LGBTQ people and hatred and stuff like that?" Mm-hmm. And, and is that a sin? Am I going to hell if I have that? Mm-hmm. Man, don't even take the bait. Just say, you know what? The truth of the matter is all of us have a sin problem. Mm-hmm. I don't need to identify yep. every little sin problem. Mm-hmm. We all need Jesus. Yep. This is what he did for us. I'm just letting you know that. Yep. How God uses that is how God uses that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to debate every little thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But I would just, again, I go back. I, I encourage. Uh, it's a hard thing to do, but mm-hmm. if you're weak in these and you've neglected them, Mm-hmm. You got to get basics. honest with God. Yep. Start with, yep. I missed the mark, Lord. Yep. Change my heart. I missed the mark. And if you don't know where to start and you just feel overwhelmed, like come talk to David. You know, talk to um, one of the other ministry mm-hmm. team leaders or the elders mm-hmm. um, or someone on staff, and we can help kind of get you started somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, we all have people we probably look at and say, man, you're a little farther than I am. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, yep. you know, even if it's not a leader, like a, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go to a Christian. It's like, man, you mm-hmm. seem to be Bible. You know your Bible. Mm-hmm. How did you, do, you know, help me? Yeah. What can I do? Um, again, it goes back to just being open and honest. Yep. It goes back, I think that was the second sermon in the series, is just be, you got to be honest mm-hmm. with each other. I'm not as far as I want to be. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Just be honest about it. So this Sunday is our last Sunday in this series, correct? Planning it. Okay. Planning it to be. <laughs> I haven't got your information yet, so I'm like, right? Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, good reminder. I got to do that. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Um, so where are we going this Sunday? What are we? What's the last hurrah? So the last hurrah is going to be focusing on kind of what we're talking about with sharing the gospel and it's just living out mission. It's living out purpose. You know, we're not meant to do that on our own where we were, God created the church for us to be purpose driven. Yep. Um, and when we choose to do that in community, that's when it works. When we choose to do that in the context of how God has empowered us, that's when it works. And so, uh, we're going to be talking through ultimately what is the purpose of the church in the first place? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it is the purpose of the church is to make disciples. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
but we're going to navigate what that looks like because that's not just preaching to lost people. Right. It goes back to everything we've been talking about. We're called to make disciples in the church. Mm-hmm. So that means raising up our kids. It means raising up one another. It means investing in one another. So mm-hmm. that is inside the context of, of this, but we also live out mission by going out and reaching the lost. And we do that, you know, collectively. It's not about, you know, one, you know, that's all of our job. Mm-hmm. So yep. we're going to be focusing on I think on that's that. been a good emphasis this whole sermon series is that we are the church, not yes. just a select few, but yeah. it, it takes everybody. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be good. You know, and so, yeah, it's, it's, this is why it's important for us to, uh, be as healthy as we possibly can be. Cause if I'm going out and I'm trying to reach people for Jesus, you know, let's say I have a neighbor that I'm trying to, I want to be able to know I can invite them into the church. And I know this is going to be a place where it's the next step, right? Like I, you know, um, so that's why it's important with this. We're in this together. Yep. You know, it's not just about one person winning the lost. It's right. we do it together because I'm going to bring somebody in the church and then I need the church to rally around. And yep. So that's going to awesome. be mainly the focus with that. Good deal. So, be good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thank you.